Welcome, and thank you. You are now tuned in to the greatest podcast to ever bust the West Coast. My name is Ulysses. My name is Martin. And we are the late boomers, baby. <laughs> How you feeling today, Martin? I'm feeling good. How you feeling today? Feeling great. Feeling great. No complaints. We're out here, Huntington Beach. Have a pretty cool interview. Um, when we first started, when we first talked about doing this interview, men's mental health, uh, we were thinking about a guest. Thought maybe we could do like a mental health expert, possibly has like a PhD, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> we were kind of like overthinking it. And then one day I was on Instagram and I was like, why not him? Sent the Instagram to Martin, worked his magic, and now we're here. All right. So without further ado, it is our pleasure to introduce the motivational, inspirational, self-discipline, Mr. CEO himself, Julian Miramontes. What's going on, guys? What's up, man? What's up, man? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Let's go. All right. How are you doing today, Julian? I'm good. How you feeling? How you feeling? Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. So why don't we start off telling the viewers what you do, what got you here, what are you seeing currently? It's odd times right now. You know, the pandemic, everything's odd. People are going through some stuff. Maybe not, maybe benefiting, maybe suffering a little bit. So what, what, are, what are your two cents about this whole situation and how you go about your day-to-day routine and stuff? Um, well, right now, you know, I am just, so I guess a little bit of who I am. I am, you know, I am a huge, just ambitious individual looking to change lives, to put it simply. You know, um, you know with these changing times and everything like that, it's uh, a lot of transitions for a lot of people out there. You know, so I think it's just about finding what is able to fit your lifestyle and how you can continue to pursue whatever goals that you have for yourself and continuing to develop yourself over time. Of course. Um, so also give us a brief synopsis about a little bit about your background and what you do. Um, yeah. So as far as my background and like who I was personally, uh, I was a very introverted kid growing up. Um, I never really meshed with the crowd a lot and I found myself jumping from, you know, multiple schools, uh, to pursue basketball. My dream was to make it in the NBA one day. I was heavily into sports growing up. So, uh, you know, basketball was my main thing. It was my first love. So, uh, you know, I was just heavily invested in the sports and yeah. And and through that kind of transitioned over to, you know, mindset and, and, you know, working out in fitness you know, throughout the rest of my life and, and what I do today. But, um, you know, it was just a building period for myself to discover who I was, you know. Okay. So, yeah, wait, we met Julian, what was what was it, back in 2018? Fall 18. Yeah, fall 18. Um, yeah, we were in the same you know, organization together in college. And, you know, off the get-go, I didn't really see him that often at, like, parties. You know, he was probably just like doing his own thing. He was very disciplined. And I was like, yo, where's Julian at? I was like, yo, he's probably just working out. I don't know, probably like starting a company or some shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was awesome, man. And actually the last conversation that I had with you, I think it was like beginning of 2020. We were both cooking it up in the kitchen um, and we were having a conversation. And I was like, um, yo, so what do you have planned for the future? And you're like, oh, I'm actually going to start a, a clothing company, a fitness company. And I was like, dude, that sounds awesome. Like, if anyone's going to do it, uh, it's going to be you. And I moved out of San Jose, and his business has only continued to grow exponentially. And I've seen it all happen. And we're super proud of you, man. And that's why we chose you to be on the podcast today for uh, Men's Mental Health. So thanks for kickstarting us off yeah of course man i'm I'm looking forward to it of course so julian so just a little little outline a little uh things we're going to be talking about today we're going to talk about a little bit like um self-consciousness with like social media right because i know you're uh pretty invested in that um thoughts of like rejection or that or like doubt um and then some things like depression or like anxiety stuff like that and then we're going to close it off with like Maybe challenges or questions you want to give off to the viewers to like maybe maintain their mental health or what what could you know get them through a day that's kind of gloomy or some sort of like that. Do you want to? Which question would you want to start off? All right, let's start with the first question. So I know. 
So a little background about Julian. Julian started our company. You want to you want to give a little thing about that, like what company is about, what it's for. Yeah, yeah. So my uh, company brand name is Next Level, um, and it's all about you know the achievement of your highest self every single day, right? Yeah. Um, I started it with a passion for fitness and fashion, and I thought, why not combine it into one together? Uh, I I also was heavily interested in like entrepreneurship and yeah, business right, and things like that. Is that so your that. Agent it was business administration oh, with a focus okay. in entrepreneurship. Yeah. So, you know, uh, but growing up, it started though from like basketball. So again, through my pursuit to like my wildest dreams of getting in the NBA, yeah. uh, I got into like an ankle, ankle injury, which kind of like changed the course of uh, my, my goals for myself, yeah. right? And so through that, and the next thing I knew was kind of fitness. And so through that, I kind of like developed a love for fitness, the ability to change your body um, through just pure dedication and consistency, right? Um, again, you know, I gained a lot of inspiration from a lot of other like lifters and things like that and people who've started businesses. So I've always been in that realm. Yeah. Um, and then I thought, you know, why not create something where people who are invested in mindset, invested in fitness, because they overlap one another, right? Getting in the gym is getting into a mindset of, his own, of its own. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just form, formulated uh, a plan to be able to execute that. And so, you know, next level represents or acts as a reflection of yourself, of your greatest self. Um, and it's funny that the name and the logo are all cohesive with one another. So, you know, I just wanted to be able to provide kind of a mirror for people out there to understand that, you know, their, their next level is achievable and walking yeah. with them, you know, alongside every single day, right? Uh, this brand is a hybrid brand, so it's something you can wear in the gym and out, you know, side. Lifestyle type of brand. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's super comfy, man. And I was honestly very surprised, like, how comfortable the materials. And I'm, yeah, we're, we're proud of you, man. And also, um, one thing that I wanted to ask you, so um, when you were first starting your you know, brand, what were like some of the first steps that you took um, in order to create this? You said that uh, your brand represents like, you know, people trying to, you know, essentially level themselves up in terms of like physical lifestyle um, and et cetera. Um, was, was that the first thing that you did? Was just think of like the idea behind it or were you just like started getting like getting to work on like a logo yeah so you know first i wanted to see what what kind of impact can i make right and then you know growing up i had a huge inspiration from a, a lot of motivational speakers out there um they inspired me to take action and you know the feeling that i got from watching like a motivational video that a feeling of like empowerment the goosebumps that run yeah. through your body I, I became addicted to that feeling and i wanted to put that inside of other people's lives as much as I possibly could. Um, kind of like feel the same, feel the same way that you were feeling. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, through over time, I kind of like sat down and tried to figure out what kind of identity I could make for this brand yeah. um, rather than just making a basic clothing brand. And so I first started with the mission, the purpose of it, and then eventually, you know, started the name and the logo and it took me a long time. Yeah. Uh, getting advice from like other people and like parents and stuff like that everybody would tell me you know just throw a name out there just throw a logo out there you know everybody else does that you know uh and then you build the reputation of it but then i thought to myself i was like well this is where i can create the difference between myself and this brand and everybody else's if i make the name the logo the motto of the the brand all cohesive with one another it will make sense and it starts with the mission man exactly and and uh you know so like the the feeling it's about the feeling you get in the name so i tried to take over the words next level completely so that when you say like okay you know for example another brand out there like uh let's take nike they're big enough to get some punches from me so nike <laughs> right when when you say you know the word nike i mean nobody really understands what that means and That's you have true. and the only way i can really get this brand into your mind right is to either show you the product physically or say the product name, right? Yeah. Nike this or whatever, right? So I thought, why not I just take over the two these two words in the English dictionary that when people say the name of the brand, even unintentionally, mm -hmm. it'll still, there's a chance it'll pop in their mind. So yeah. obviously that comes with time of getting of brand course. recognition from everybody. But like, you know, as time goes on, if we're like saying, hey, next level, let's take this to the next level or whatever, 
um, there's chances are, you know, maybe not the first time, second, but maybe the third time, the brand just starts to become, you know, a part of uh, everybody's lives slowly. You know what I'm saying? I want to I wanna go back to, like, the beginning of, of this, where this started. So I know you were two years younger than us in, in school. So obviously you had to, uh, are you still going to school or, like, what's happening? So I ended up completely dropping out of school um, during my fourth year. And, you know, anybody realistically would be like, yo, like, you know, just let's just finish. What are yeah. you doing? We were a fourth year? I didn't even know he was a fourth year. I, yeah. thought, I thought you were like a second year. No, no, no. Yeah. So, my you know, fourth year completely dropped out um, because the thing was what I began to realize is, you know what? A big motivator is like we only get one chance to do this thing. Right. Right. We only get one shot at this life. Right. And so, you know, while getting advice from everybody is, is cool, at the same time, they don't understand the passion that you feel for these things. Mm-hmm. Right. So for like the podcast, for example, you know, or or anything else. And so I would get a lot of advice from everybody else saying, you know, hey, just finish through, just go through the pain and everything. Mm-hmm. But how you do one thing is how you do everything. You know, so if I'm just going to ride this out and just let myself suffer, you know, over time just for a backup plan for exactly then, you know, why? You know, if I'm going to let myself suffer through this, right, then, you know, what's what's the point? Because if I'm going to do that and, you know, at the, at the end of the day, I'm trying to please others is what I'm yeah. trying to say. Right. So like whether it's parents, cousin, you know, right, close right. friends or something like that. Um, and I understood, you know, I have this passion for this thing. I'm going to go out and do it. And I just went for it, you know, because this is the one thing that makes us happy, makes me made me happy at that point. But again, it was a big thing was, you know. I remember walking into class and I looked at this girl who was like drunk asleep. Yeah, in college. Yeah. That's how it is though, in college. Exactly. But then I was like, you know what, if she's, you know, asleep or whatever, and I'm like trying to pay attention, then how valuable is this piece of paper really, right? If everybody's getting it. So, you know, with that being said, I, I took all things into consideration, understood the sacrifices I would be making. Um, but again, it was just trying to impact as much people as possible. Yeah. And it, this is what I felt my calling was. Wow. Yeah. So when, when you said that you, you got like, you know, second opinions or two cents from other people and like family and friends, what will your parents think about yeah, must, dropping out? Yeah, so I have traditional parents. So, I mean, that's a tough cookie that to sell. That must have taken a lot of bravery, man. Like I, that's why I, I actually, I finished college too. And with, when, with the idea of like kind of just having that backup plan. So like, like Martin said, and how did how did it feel? For I like, would have been like, yeah, I'm still going to school, but I mean, yeah. low key, I, <laughs> low key, I was still doing some stuff. On this. Yeah, I would have just lied. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it uh, it was hard. It was hard. You know, at first because it's like a non traditional thing mm-hmm. that I'm I'm trying to make a clothing brand. You know, mm-hmm. but um, at the same time, it was it was it was and and the the crazy thing was I could have been the first one of my family to graduate first. Even tougher, yeah. Wow. And it would have been cool to have that title, but at yeah. the same time, it's like, okay, in a couple of years, like, you know, I, I even played the scenario in my mind, like, again, you know, in a couple of years, if we, even if I get this degree, right, what am I still going to be doing? I'm still going to be pursuing the same thing. Yeah. I, you know, the flex might be cool, but nobody's going to really care after a while. And um, that's where a lot of pro- that, that's where a lot of college students are facing today, where like they graduate, and honestly, they're not getting you know, paid a lot or they work in jobs that have nothing to do with their degree was. Exactly. I, um, my girlfriend got a tattoo and, and uh, the person who was doing it, uh, you know, they got to talking for a while and the girl ended up like majoring in like finance. And she's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, this is my passion though. And she was like, you know, you dedicated four years of your life. Because again, I mean, there's no shame to school, but for entrepreneurship, I just feel like it's not it. Because... Um, Again, you're in the confined walls of what they tell you to do. And uh, you're in a grading system where it's like, okay, you know, you are identified as smart if you can just do this. Get a good grade on a test. Exactly. You know, and it's just regurgitating information, right? You take in information and it's based on how well you can get that information, keep it in your brain, throw it up on a test and then forget it for the next one. Um, So, you know, me trying to create this thing I just understood and I was working a full working a full-time job uh going to school wow. you know obviously in the the fraternity and everything like that um and it was just like my time was just slipping away because I had to dedicate it all to you know these other things would you right. would you say your mental health was a lot better 
when you're balancing school and like your passion for clothing brand and lifestyle or would you say focusing everything on the clothing brand lifestyle was like that just thing solely where you just like all is in one basket were you more happy per se or would you kind of would you what was what was your whole intent for this like did you just want to be more happy or did you want like not waste time what was your what was your thought process of that you know i think i think i was just plain and simple happier because at the at the end of the day i was doing what i wanted to do you know i was creating i was building i was impacting you know a couple of people here and there and it felt amazing Mm -hmm. not for myself to be you know like uh the star of the show and be like, oh, I'm doing all this stuff, like, you know, go me. It was more of just like, it's amazing to be able to give people this feeling in themselves that they can actually make something of themselves, right? They can discover their gift, you know, or whatever it may be. So, so. You, yeah, so you, you were like just gravitated towards like this lifestyle and like, you know what, a lot of the times like, you know, some people can handle prolonged suffering in college like us, but some people are like, you know what, I don't want to do this. It's, for me, it's a waste of time and you know, I'm glad that you were able to like process that information and make a decision. And that takes a lot of courage and bravery, man. So we applaud you for that. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, so I want, I want to get into like, you know, more into you a little bit and like a, like a smaller scale, you know, cause a lot of the times people are like, yo, they want to change the world. They want to do a whole bunch of things that are like out of their reach. And I, I preach a lot of times like it's, it's all about starting small, if not smaller, like fixing little things that you do in the beginning, right when your eyes open up um, in the morning, little things that you do in the morning could fix your entire day and in the, in the longer term, you know, like affect your entire career. So um, what are some short term goals that help you achieve peace of mind and, you know, get you ready to take on the day and as well as your business ventures? Yeah, I think. Um, if you're able to master the morning, you can master your day, right? So it all, for, for myself, it starts in the morning. Um, I make sure that I plan my day in advance. Uh, and, you know, from every, every, every hour, whatever it is, you know, yeah. I, I'm at least trying to think of things that I can do to be able to progress in whatever it is. Um, and it, it, you don't have to fill things all the time. Most most people, you know, the, the thing is, most people think being productive is being busy. It's it's actually not. I mean, you can be doing a bunch of stuff throughout the day that is meaningless, right? So, you know, I try to make sure that I put things into my schedule that actually I can, you know, follow through on. I don't want to jam-pack my schedule, but say if I don't make it through, I just transfer it over to the next day. But again, it all starts in the morning. Um, so I make sure that, you know, I'm, I wake up uh, a big key that's been helping me is I don't touch my phone in the morning anymore for 30 minutes straight. Hear that guys? No. Don't touch your phone. That's hard for me. No Instagram. No Instagram. Really Cause I can go either two ways. You can go on your phone, see some really, sometimes I'll go on my phone. Like I'm guilty of it. I go on my phone. I look at something and it could either motivate me and I'll get out of bed. Like, Oh, this is cool. Like I'll motivate me. Or it could be some, some news that you see on TV that just going to bring your whole mood down. So it's like you're gambling then. So I would say, like you said, yeah. eliminate the phone in the morning. I, I have a horrible morning routine. I wake up. <laughs> I, I, it's horrible. I wake up. Let's say I got wake up at like seven, right? On seven. First thing I do. It's pretty early though. We, we pull the freaking the, the notification thing down, right? You see sports or sports. You read little sports. Uh, social media. That's number one. Oh, right? Social Snapchat, Instagram, whatever you got to do. And then... <laughs> Online dating. <laughs> to Tinder. Yeah, yeah, and I gotta Bumble. check that. <laughs> that's and like the worst thing. And like, and like, that's a negative thing that you it's see. It's horrible. But, I mean, it's positive if you have like a match in the morning, yeah, but yeah. most cases you're not going to wake up with like yeah, a match not. or a message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely not for me. Most of the time it's a, it's a no-go. Yeah, and then, absolutely. And then it's email. And then even worse, it's like 7.15, 7.30 by this time. Put my phone back down. <laughs> snooze for another 30 oh minutes oh my god and then i'll wake up at eight and then i'll get my day on most people think like we start perfect mm-hmm. like nobody's born perfect like yeah. you know just because you see these like big ceos or people who are doing a great on instagram like these highlight reels right there nobody's perfect so i started you know checking my phone in the morning you know whatever it was apps you know all this stuff text messages emails everything like that the thing is is like when you look at the phone you always it's something you always have to react to and usually those things are more on the negative side 
more than anything. Um, and so again, you know, it just allows my mind to like, okay, calm, yeah. you know, wake itself up properly, not just be distracted. Be stressed in the morning, looking at emails and all that. Morning, mm -hmm. So I wake up, you know, my phones, I also put my alarm across the room, that. right? That's, wow. it's so important because- I had to get up and like, go turn it off. <laughs> That's a good tactic. It, it's less likely, you know, that you're gonna come back into bed. Yeah. Especially if you, you know, it's a beeping across the room. So do you, do you take naps during the day? I don't, okay. I don't, but I make sure that again, you know, my sleep is, is, you know, good yeah. enough for it's myself. For yeah. No. So, you know, and I, and I make sure that I try to like gauge how I am actively throughout the day. Um, if I notice, okay, I'm kind of like falling asleep in my chair more often than not. I'm like, okay, that's recovery. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll wake up, I'll hit the light, light turns on. Uh, the phones across the you know room. I'll go turn it off. I'll go in the restroom. You know, wash up, do everything I gotta do. So wait, you you have a face of uh, like a regimen that you do in the morning skincare because your skin looks good, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to know about that. We want to know the secrets. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, uh, I try to. The key thing is if you wash your face too much, you dry your skin out, and so your natural oils are gonna come out, and that's you know gonna make yourself break out and everything like that. Um, but you know, I take care of myself in the morning. I make sure that I go to the gym early. Uh, that's the first thing I do. Doing the hardest thing first in the day is very, very important because now you can create these small little achievements that will activate throughout your entire day. Yeah. So, you know, I'll do, the, I'll do the hardest thing, which is again, waking up and going straight to the gym. Um, or just waking up in general <laughs> for me, yeah. even that. Yeah. So, you know, and then one thing, and this is a funny little thing that I've been actually starting to do. I, I haven't even told you guys beforehand. Um, but in the morning I picked this bit, I picked this up, Jesus. I picked this up from a woman by the name of Mel Robbins. Right. And so this is high fiving yourself in the mirror. And the hey, reason, okay. cause there's a d deeper meaning to that. Right. So I'll, and it's usually the last thing I do before I leave the bathroom, right? And this kind of ties in into like, you know, we may segue a little bit later into just building confidence for yourself, building belief in yourself. Yeah. Because what's the first thing we do when we celebrate anything? We high five each other, you know, at a, at a game or whatever it is, right? And when you begin to do that, you start to anticipate your reflection in the mirror, right? I'm sure all three of us, if we were to see an identical, you know, uh, clone of ourselves in a crowd, we wouldn't be able to recognize it, right? Because the thing is, we never take the time to appreciate ourselves in the morning. Because we're always trying to satisfy other people throughout the day. And like, if you don't have your own, like, you know, not everyone has their own company. It's like you put most of your effort into a job where you're trying to satisfy other people and people don't put enough love and self-care into their own lives. Acknowledge yourself, celebrate yourself first. That will, and I think there was a study done by Harvard where if you take at least three minutes in the morning to intentionally set your day, there's, you're much more likely to have a successful result than if you were to just go about your day, you know, uh, just haphazardly, yeah. basically just, you know, doing your thing, doing whatever. So I make sure I plan my days. I make sure I wake up. I like to wake up early in the morning. So I wake up at five. Um, and then I make sure that I get to the gym by like 5.15, 5.30. Uh, and again, I just get those things wow, out of the way. Early. Done, you know. Yeah. But again, you know, so I'll brush my teeth, do all that stuff, high five myself in the mirror, and then I'll- Like actually just high five I will tap, I'll tap the mirror, bro. I'll, I'll tap the mirror. Because, because yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, is again, like when we're celebrating things, right? We get that drip of dopamine in our mind. Yeah. People are celebrating you. You're like, wow, like, this is amazing. Exactly. And so when you're able to like look at yourself, intentionally set your day, okay, let's do it. Boom. And that's it. Damn. You train your mind to begin to anticipate your reflection. You know, in the morning, you become excited slowly because like, hey, you know, okay, let's, let's get after yeah. today. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Not a lot of people do that, man. People like probably look in the mirror and be like, you look disgusting. Exactly. And there's a, there's a, there's a book on it. Uh, I, I don't know what the book name is, but it's by Mel Robbins and she teaches that whole thing. There's a whole science by her, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Wow. I, I'm, That's I've been investing. Advice. I've been, I think it's been going on three years now. I love little like agenda booklets. So like it'll map out your week and like, it's just, cause I get a little anxiety if I got like five things to do. 
And like yeah. the night before, I'll go ahead and sit down, maybe like maybe 30 minutes before I go to bed, you know, quickly jot down what I got to do. I remember I used to in college. I remember, I remember we were at a, we came up from the bar and I was like, holy shit, I haven't rolled down my agenda. And we're about to go drink some more. And I was like, hold up, just like all drunk. I was like, hold on, let me pull out. I pull out my backpack and, yeah. and then my friend was like, there. She's like, what are you, what are you doing? You gotta go. And I was like, hold on, I gotta, I gotta put this down. I get a little anxious, you know? Yeah. Oh, I got a quiz, go. study. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been three years. I mean, I mean, it's worked nicely. It's definitely because I get anxiety just because like I gotta do A, B, C, and D. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know which one to start. I don't know what I should do first. I don't know how I should do it. I don't know when I should do it. But just seeing it and writing it down, you're just like, all right, I can see. I could do say maybe seven a.m. You know, yeah, and like, and that ties into like, like I preached in the last video. Um, like if whether you're going out with your friends to do something like celebrating or just drinking in general, having a good time, or going out on a date, I always say, yo, make sure that you finish everything before you go out with your friends, before you go out your on a date. chickens are right. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. Because, like, you can't be going out and, like, having... You have to be present in the moment. That's what I'm saying. So, that's that's, that's all I got to say about that. I want to start talking about a little bit. Um, have you... This this process of you... I mean, dropping off... Dropping out has a bad connotation, I want to say. Just putting all your eggs in one basket. Have you dealt with any stress or any doubt and anxiety or even even depression along the way of maybe i might not be able to do this um i dropped out for the wrong reason maybe i gotta go back to school like i made a big mistake right right yeah i think um doing anything comes with anything like ambitious comes with a lot of doubt right especially because the thing is is like when we get input from other people they don't really understand the passion we have behind these things like you know say you wanted to like you know, make this podcast in like a full-fledged thing and like be this main thing. Like it's not traditional stuff, you know? You usually go to school, you go work for a nice company. I'm trying to be the owner of that company, right? I'm not trying to go that route. Yeah. Um, and again, some people it's through school and things like that, which is great, but um, but yes, I did encounter a lot of doubt <clears throat> uh, early on. What are some doubts you've had? Well, it's just like, you know what? Like basically, like you said, you know, should I go back to school? Like, can I do this? You know, there's sleepless nights um, where I'm just thinking about like, you know, am I going to make enough to pull through this, wow. this, you know, this, uh, this month? And you don't have a side gig. You're only doing this too, to get exactly. your rent into. Yeah, it's crazy. It's my main thing, you know? And so, you know, through, you know, through all this doubt, um, I just fell back on one thing, which was the reason why I'm doing this. Right. And so that's why I feel like everybody should create a why, why they are choosing to make themselves better, right? Who are the people they're doing it for, right? Whether it's like, I'm trying to build up my family, build a life for my family, whatever, impact other people. Um, so when you find your why in life, you're able to constantly lean on that because it reminds you. When, when you face doubt or anything. Exactly, when you face doubt and all those things, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, you know, there's a lot of low points for myself, you know, uh, lack of confidence, you know, um, and just thinking I wasn't able to pull through on what I was doing. And um, again, through that, I just took the time to like, okay, let's calm down. Another another Mel Robbins thing is when you're in a negative state of mind, when you count back from five, so five, four, three, two, one, okay, some, let's let's switch our mindset. It interrupts the, the yeah, exactly, the five second rule. It interrupts your, your flow completely. And so it's like, say you're like come in the room and, and like you're upset at like, you know, uh, whoever it is, a friend, girlfriend, whatever, um, you just five, four, three, two, one. Okay. I'm good. You don't think about, you, it. You don't think about it. You just transition forward. And so again, it's not like, it's not like you're kind of like, uh, belittling your problems or not facing them, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you're able to transition to a more positive state and, you know, remind yourself of your why continue that flow and still get that work done in a more positive mindset. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing. Like people come home, you know, from a long day of work, you come in there and then <laughs> like it's kind of gloomy yeah it's kind of gloomy and like your gloominess kind of like starts like spreading around and no, no one's going to be happy around you so it's i think that's a really good tip to give you know count back for five and just switch your mindset when you're having these uh you know negative emotions setting in and like that's like times 10 when you're a content creator when you're whether you're owning your own business like you're creating something so you get that pretty often i get it me and martin get it because you know just a full-fledged like interview so we think about it sometimes I look back at the tapes and i'm like ooh, i could have said that a little bit better but like you said you got to just keep rolling on remember why you do it and yeah ask yourself those important questions
talk talking Thank about you. like anxiety and a little bit stuff like that depression do you have i know right now men's health is kind of like fairly on main topic right don't get me wrong female female health as well um i know there was a bad connotation maybe a couple of years ago getting a therapist you know a psychotherapist about things like that do you have one i know now it's 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 looked upon as a good thing now do you have you ever thought about getting one or have you had have you gotten one or is your girlfriend like your therapist now or like how does that go yeah i mean so you know myself i haven't gotten one um yeah so you know i've uh, experienced you know therapy through other people and seeing like how you know close you know family members go to them or something like that i definitely support it you know i think being able to find someone you're able to like uh express yourself completely to is great you know we all have these feelings inside you know we have problems we have to deal with demons we have to face um the more we're able to face that uh and bring that out of ourselves instead of you know buried within yeah it you know the better completely so you know i definitely support being able to get some further help for yourself because we all start from somewhere not everybody can face it themselves not everybody can you know take the time i spent my like i mean since i was like 14 years old in motivation and uh, personal development that whole journey started way back you know then and it's like you know almost 10 years later Mm -hmm. you know nine ten years later it's like now i'm able to kind of like handle things myself but it all starts from you know uh everybody starts from zero so you know i think the way we're able to fully express ourselves or in whichever way is is definitely the best you know whether it's finding somebody friends family a therapist right right yeah yeah i think i think therapy is very important because like you yes you can go up to a friend like it's a good friend of like i got something to say or like sometimes friends can't really baggage the whole like hey i got something to tell you and give them this whole weight you know mm-hmm. and then both of you guys just be like oh shit you know yeah. whereas i think therapy is like they can like kind of do it like in a conventional way and tell you why yeah. and how you should go along with it unpack it with you because sometimes like we're fairly we're fairly young but i mean i feel like this whole change of scenery like working from home um and just maybe not working at all really can change people mentally right really so bad yeah alcoholism the conventional thing like alcoholism and like these negative coping mechanisms spiked up during the pandemic so um i think like Julian said, it's always uh, good to, I mean, before you start like outsourcing in terms of like a therapist and stuff like that, like I said, uh, try smaller things like, you know, having a routine in the morning, mm-hmm. going to the gym. I can't preach this enough, like going to the gym and being healthy, whether it be running, you know, lifting weights, you know, Anything aerobics, f- dancing, whatever your thing is, um, that can already just improve your mental health right there. Yeah, right. What, what, I mean, um, in regards to like, in comparison to like, you know, these coping ne- mechanisms that are really negative, such as like alcohol, people smoking weed, pornography, even, and and all that stuff. So yeah, definitely, man, definitely. I mean, um, you know, a lot of, you know, our you know males in general, um, are expected to hold themselves back because it's like weak, right? It's whether it's like your ego or something like that, but the more we're able to face all of those things, you know, open up more, uh, you know, the better for our mental health and we're able to just perform overall. I know a lot of mm-hmm. like dads, you'd be like, oh, why, why are you crying? Traditional dads. Why are you crying? <laughs> like my dad, your yeah, dad. I can make you something, I, I can make you cry, you know? <laughs> like, that's a tra- tra- traditional dad, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like now like things are, being a little more progressive and stuff and which yeah. is good you know now now therapists are sought out to be as a positive thing and viewed as something strong yeah. for males to like you know face their own per se demons yeah be so aware think, of it i just mean like go out there and just cry for everything but yeah. <laughs> in front of people but what I, what we mean is like you know be aware that these emotions are valid, are valid. they're real they're theirs and you have to take the proper steps in order to get better mm-hmm. you know right so yeah that's that's awesome guys have you um, so what are what are like what are one is we've we've, we've gone rejected you know plenty because like oh. me and you are trying to get in the medical field and stuff like that and school rejections are are girl very, rejections too <laughs> girl rejections 100 percent. you know i take l's all the time oh yeah um 
but like what are your what are some of your rejections you see like that mm-hmm. you've been trying to get over the hump recently or have gone over the hump yeah. and it can be any rejection like yeah you know i mean i mean um rejections for myself i think sometimes it can be I mean, ourselves, rejecting ourselves, whether it's uh, not being able to acknowledge our own wins um, or we don't uh, think we deserve certain things. And again, that falls into like low confidence and all that stuff. Do you get imposter syndrome? Um, At first I did, you know, a little bit. Uh, Transitioned through it though, because once we're able to find like our identity and who we define ourselves as completely, um, you know, and the things that we tolerate within ourselves, and the more we're able to find, you know, that passion and find that confidence in ourselves and build ourselves up, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like, you know, our identity plays a role in everything. Um, and it kind of acts as like a thermostat in the room, almost. If we're like at set at 80 degrees or something like that, if I'm an 80 degree say, you know, and I have an 80 degrees. That's hot. <laughs> You're eight out of 10. <laughs> That's hot. You know, so, but then you guys are like 110, mm-hmm. right? Um, for myself, you know, there's a quote by Malcolm X that's uh, that by which you uh, do not hate, you will eventually tolerate. And so it's like these things, these actions, these characteristics about ourselves, if we don't hate it and we don't want to improve from it, we'll just tolerate it. And it'll define who we are. Yeah. Um, so, you know, say I'm like set as an 80 degree or whatever, you know, like a thermostat in a house, the coldest winds of life can come through, um, you know, but the heater will kick on and I'll find a way to be able to take myself back up to 80 degrees, mm-hmm. right? But say I'm experiencing great successes in life and, and you know, I'm, I'm on fire all the time, you know, hot, hot, hotter, um, the some way or another, I myself will find a way to get myself back down to 80 degrees. Keep yourself a little grounded. Like don't get too, don't make decisions like when you're too happy, but also don't make bad decisions when you're desperate. Exactly. But I think at the same time, like, you know, this is for people who, um, you know, like say the people out there who are set at 40 degrees, like they feel like no matter what great things go on in our life, I'm still not worth it. That, you know, that's, that's the thing. It's like, you'll, no matter what, you'll always bring yourself back down. And you know, the way, that and that falls into a deeper part of identity and what we tolerate of ourselves, you know, and who we associate ourselves with. If I want to eventually grow myself to become a 110 degreeer, right, in life and maximize my potential, I need to hang around other people who are set at that, uh, you know, level. Yeah. And eventually I will find a way to get myself from 80 and 110, somewhere in between. And, and you know, another way is to be able to do things that are uncomfortable in a sharp and short period of time so that you get used to pushing yourself right. consistently, right? And again, point. you fall back on those achievements and you are able to build self-confidence and it and it just goes and goes and, you know, stacks on top of each other. Exactly. Like, guys, like, do something different throughout your day. Don't let it just be this mundane life that you live where you just go to work, go home, eat the same thing, repeat the process. Um, like, I don't know, if you're at a grocery store, like this, you know, Cuties like literally take like <laughs> scan your things, spark, spark a conversation with her, or like if you decide like, hey, that must that might be a cool place to like go on a jog or something. Go to that jog or work out or like just do little things throughout your day that's gonna help you like get uncomfortable, you know? Because those are all things that are gonna help us in the longer run. Do you think it's kind of scary a little bit? <sighs> Being uncomfortable? Yeah, do you think it's kind of oh, scary? Oh yeah, a little dude, bit? it's yeah. it's scary. But I mean, like for instance, like going to college. We Martin and I. It's why we named the the podcast the late bloomers, is because you know we spent what three years, two and, in, half, two yeah. and a half years in community college right after high school, so you know we were going to school and it felt mundane like okay I'm just going to work I'm going to school I am still seeing my parents every single day, and everything's just being handed to me everything's like my mom's doing my laundry, my mom's washing the dishes she's cooking for me she's literally making my bed in the morning and it's gonna sound sad but when i was 21 my mom would wake me up every day she was my alarm (laughs) (laughs) she was literally everything and then i had it all and i was like i thought to myself like this is not the way someone 
is supposed to live. And, and I, I call it, I call it like being like Batman. Cause if you think about it, Batman had all these riches in life, Bruce Wayne, Wayne Enterprises, he had everything, but he decided to leave the shelter and then, you know, go do what Batman does. And when we went to college, you know, it was three years later, we were 21 years old. When we got there, you know, people were like 18. So we felt like we're kind of late to the party. So, so we had to like adjust to that lifestyle, learn how to cook, be uncomfortable all the time until like, you know, you just get better every single day and you know, you get out of your shell. Exactly. Uh huh. And, and I needed to, and after college as well, I was like, man, I was so social in college. We were so social. We used to talk to all these people. I need to bring that creative spark back. I need to get uncomfortable again. So that's why let's start, let's start a podcast. And that's what helped me get out, getting out of my shell again. And I want to continue to do that and yeah, take those tips. So what are, what are some of like the fundamental pillars for you to have a, a good mental health? If you were to like say the ideal day, like you said, you make your bed and high five, right? What are like some mental pillars you have in your head? Like, oh, I got to do A, B and C and D. Right. For me, it's like, like you said, like phys- something physical and ex- exhausting for the day just because like you're kind of more relaxed. Yeah. Right. That's for me. And then I'll go on. First thing I got to do is something hard. Like maybe I got to turn in a test or do an interview with someone or like that. Right. What are what are some pillars that you, you go by that are like you have to do this to have an excellent day or have even a good mental health yeah. in general? Yeah, well, you know, I think uh, there's steps to improving, you know, obviously your mental health and things like that. Uh, I think it's it, it begins with like repetition and consistency in the beginning. Um, one more of like characteristics in terms of pillars mm-hmm. are, you know, definitely gratitude, you know, daily. I try to visit gratitude every single day, you know, it. It, and it's like, because the thing, and again, I, I wasn't in the beginning, mm-hmm. right? I mean, because we're so used to like getting all of these amenities of whatever is just given to us, it's right? Like I should have this time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so the more we're able to understand like, okay, there's people out there who don't have as much as I have. Like, I'm grateful to be able to be born here to, to have this opportunity right. to do whatever it is. If we're able to visit gratitude, it puts us in a new perspective of life where it's like everything we do is with a little bit more passion. Right. It's a little bit more positive. You know, um, we greet people in a little bit of a better way. And um, so gratitude is a big thing. Um, I think hunger, you know, hunger for more uh, to be driven is is very important. But, um, you know, I think the fundam it's it's hard to like, okay, so the fundamentals of like mental health. For you, yeah. Yeah, so for, for at least myself is definitely drive, you know, gratitude. Number one, actually, gratitude above, above everything. Count your blessings. Exactly, because, um, you know, eventually it'll all be taken away, right? True. You know, uh, but gratitude, drive, positivity. And um, I think the last one, if I had to choose, it would be curiosity. Being able to understand like, hey, you know, I want to continuously improve or learn these things, right? Having a curiosity for how things work, you know, how does the brain work? You know, how am I able to work with myself? You know, constantly taking in information is is great. But at the same time, we got to make sure that we're not stuck in that flow of consistent, just like absorbing. We have to. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Embrace the unknown. And then, so what are things that like? knock you off those things like what are things that you like oh like maybe like a bad diet for a week or some like, things that you avoid too like do you avoid consumption of alcohol uh so i'm not a huge drinker or smoker mm-hmm. i mean that's just me personally um but you know i think some things that knock myself off sometimes is like you know maybe a, do- a day doesn't go so well right and we get thrown tests of life you know like earlier <laughs> right so you know it's just it you know some stuff happens right and and you know these things can easily take us off course you know we're not on it 110 percent every single day right we fall into bad habits we fall in out of routine sometimes you know we have to like go visit family or something and we're not used we're not in our same environment all the time so we're uh we're never at 100 
and 10% all of the time, every single day. Um, But I think some things that knocked me off uh, in the beginning was definitely the failures of life, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Inconveniences as well. Oh, God. Like all the tests that we had today. (laughs) Because, again, these these things are like, they'll stack on each other. And we'll just bottle it up. And then eventually you'll, like, be out with somebody and blow it up all on them. And they're like, what is going on? Um, you know, so it's definitely those things in the beginning, but eventually like anything, you start small, you start to build, you know, the perspective of, you know, these, these like characteristics you hold close to yourself. Right. So you start to instill those in yourself, uh, whether it's again, gratitude, whatever. Um, and you start to slowly morph yourself and you build these calluses on your mind that, you know, when a failure comes, okay, instead of a failure, instead of it being a failure, it's a lesson to yourself, right? You learn from these things, right? Um, and that was a big thing, understanding that in the beginning, you know, when this, when I failed at starting, you know, uh, a business or doing a launch that I didn't think would be as, you know, uh, bad as it was or whatever it is, right? Bad grade on a test, anything, you know, these are lessons. We, you know, we only get lessons. Turn your L's into lessons. Exactly. So, you know, and then you, again, you improve on it and you learn, you take those pieces of information, understand, okay, the world is not over. We're still here. Let's go take this information and apply it in the best way we can moving forward, you know? So it's, 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 and all these little things are all perspective shifts, right? If you're able to just look at it from a different lens, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of just being internal all the time and just like, oh my gosh, my life sucks. Why is this happening to me? Of course it's me. Of course me, 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 me. Everything is me. That's the worst. And that's like, that's also selfish. It's the selfish on its own too. Like, it's not all about you. Like, think about why you're doing this. Like you said, you want to help other people and all Mm -hmm. that. Exactly. Wow. So following, falling back on those things will definitely, definitely help. It'll snap yourself out of it. You know, again, the five, there's tons of like these little things out there, the five second rule, you know, falling back on your why to, to snap out of it, you know, all these things. Um, but when you create that perspective change and you look at things from a different lens, my life isn't over. Mm -hmm. I still am here. I still have these things. I still have a roof over my head. I still have food at the end of the day. You have to be really like defined definite almost you know with with the things that you have in your life because we overlook them so you know so often and we brush those things off and i think there was a there was a there's a story by this man his name is ed Milet. i don't know if you guys have heard of him um but he was explaining how he is able to or how he was able to like change the rest of his life he met with a friend and they were sitting at like a table like this and one of the friends asked him you know what can you think of anything you can be grateful for? And it was like nothing, you know, mm-hmm. nothing, jack shit. Like I, I can't think of anything. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, they were outside eating at like say a Starbucks, for example. Uh, these, this couple of ladies, with, they were fighting cancer, walk right by him and they smile directly in his face, happy, positive, you know, give positive energy, right? They're both, you know, losing their hair in a, in a bad, you know, state at the time. And the friend was like that, you know, did you see that? That's pretty pathetic. So you can't think of anything you can be grateful for, mm-hmm. right? And that, that, that moment completely changed, you know, his life. And, mm-hmm. and we have those things. We have to recognize those things. And so that lesson there is like, we have to be very, very specific. And we stack gratitude. We yeah. stack gratitude. We stack what we're grateful for, what things we have in our lives, you know, what we have access to. I mean, this podcast, you know, the fact that you guys are doing this right now is a blessing to so many other people because you're providing them an opportunity where they can like take this information, like maybe, you know, one or two people will take this and internalize it completely. And that's one life, two, and eventually, you know, continues to compound over time. Yeah, man. You, you can't know? change the world unless you change a couple of little worlds. Exactly. <laughs> you know, even Changing even, one person's world is going to be enough for me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Even yourself. It begins mm-hmm. with yourself. You know, uh. I have had these crazy down times in my life where I was uh, in a hospital. I was on four liters of oxygen. I got surgery. And um, at that time, I was like, you know, so I was heavily into fitness, right? And I was like lifting weights, you know. You know, it was just all back down to ground zero. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how am I going to get out of this, right? Um, You know, I was was on the hospital bed and, and... you know, what we 
easily like to do is why me, why this, why that, you know? And I, I just sat for a second and understood, you know, what's done is done. We have to, you know, we have to focus on what we can control. Mm-hmm. And once we focus on what the things we can control in life, our whole aura about ourselves will change. We like to control all these crazy things out there and feel like just because these inconveniences happen in our life, like it's supposed to happen to me, my bad luck. I, I always attract these negative things, right? When we focus on what we can control, our perspective changes again. And we can now, you know, act in a place of gratitude, those pillars that we stack, gratitude, mm-hmm. you know, reminding yourself that you have people who love you or whatever it is. Relationships, yeah. that's another pillar. Exactly. You know, so um, again, when we're able to identify who we are, what things we tolerate, do we tolerate negative talk to, towards ourselves, right? If we don't hate it enough, it'll just be something we're just accepting. Oh, it's who I am. It's just how I am, right? And you start to allow it become part of you. And then you begin to act out into the real world as somebody who is just talking bad about yourself is just something you are, right? Mm -hmm. Not following through on things is just a part of you, you know? And, um, you know, so if we're able to, again, it's identity. I've been, I've been, I've been like, I used to be like, Oh, like I'll talk bad about myself, like here and there, just like for a joke. But like, it actually compounds, and like, it like inside, like you'll be like, yeah, I'm actually like that. Yeah. So like that, like I stopped doing that recently, and like stopped saying like negative jokes about me or someone else. Yeah. Yeah, and like, cause like actually in reality, like it does affect you, and like it, it does yeah. become true. You 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 hear about the study? I don't know if it's a study. I don't know if it's backed up or anything. But they were saying like how. If you, this sounds insane, but if you talk, talk good to your plant, talk good to your plant or even water, I don't even own a plant. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. I'll get you a plant. I'll get you a plant. Give me a plant, please. And then, uh, if you talk good to your plant, it grows well. Really? But like, if you talk bad to the plant, it doesn't do as well. But who would talk bad to a plant? That's kind of messed up. Like, fuck you, plant. Yeah, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people out, out yeah. there. Yeah, and, and it's bad because like when that when that rejection when the rejection adds up in someone's life, mm-hmm. and you know the you know the rejection the negative self talk, they're gonna start projecting that in like a negative way to others. Mm-hmm. Like you know when you when you go across to somebody in like a grocery store and you can just straight up tell by their attitude, they're just miserable. Like and it, it's I feel almost sorry for them because like the. For you to treat someone else like that, like you, there must be some like underlying factors in there that you know you need to you need to sort out. And like you said, it's it's all about like you know reassuring yourself, like making sure that you believe in yourself before you take on you know you know life's challenges because it's hard. It, life's hard, man. <laughs> we're we're a product of our habits and rituals we create within our lives. You know what I'm saying? So if you're used to all this negative talk and stuff like that. And like you said, you were able to catch it early on. That's something I changed about myself too. It's like, you know, I'm gonna stop joking negatively about myself in front yeah. of other people, right? Because it's not like, it, it again, it, it starts to become in our subconscious mind. You project it on yourself. Exactly, yeah. you know? And then when these hard times come, you're like, oh, I really am that. I've proven to myself how terrible I am, right? Uh, it's, it's, it's so, and again, it's those small, things that we don't notice that make a huge impact right the reason why you could have made this podcast is because you made that change right and a bunch of other changes too but uh it's those it's those small things like you said before you know start very very small on yourself to build yourself up you know i mean so what we're talking about and what we're covering like today is like a lot of different topics but i think if you're able to first identify what is one thing i can change in a positive way today and commit to for maybe uh, a week 30 days you know what can i what is that one thing i can change and then after you complete that you step on to the next one and then you step on to the next one and it's a journey right throughout life it's a journey of improvement constant improvement um and then it becomes just a part of who you are and you're able to just spew that information, that positivity every single day. You literally radiate that like energy, like people who are like on this like self-improvement wave and like they're like taking care of themselves, their energy literally radiates from like, and you can like, those are people that you want to be around. 
Those are the people, people that you, you want to work around. with, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and people are going to want to work with you. And that, that takes me into the next topic. It's about relationships. Um, like you can't, I mean, oh, we, we've been talking a lot about uh, doing things alone, like dealing with your own inner, like, you know, self-talk and stuff like that. But let's not forget that everybody needs a team. You can't do everything alone. Your company, when you first started, you had to like, you know, outsource. You had to talk to like people around you. You got, you know, you're in a relationship. I'm sure like she supports you 100%. So yeah, that's another thing, man. Like have a team. I can't do this without Martin. We couldn't do it without our friends who helped me make us a logo and all that stuff. So, you know, like, yeah, that some of that self-made stuff, there's, there's, it's only part truth because like if we can get anywhere in life, right, we need relationships. We need positive relationships. We need people we can rely on, um, to be able to help propel us, you know, as a unit further, we can't do everything ourselves. We're just going to drive ourselves crazy. Like there's so many things, like even like in my business that I have to like take care of. I'm like, all right, I need where, you know, who are the people that I can find that can add value to this movement and we can grow each other, you know, exponentially, you know, and that's kind of where you surround yourself with positive people because when you transition your environment, right? There's a saying, show me your friends and I'll show you your future, Mm -hmm. right? The five people you hang around the most. I've heard that before. You know, you become the average of, Mm -hmm. right? And so it's very important that our environment and the people we interact with on a daily basis are impacting ourselves in a positive way. And that's not that we're just like taking from them. We have to add value too, right? It's not a one-way street, you know what I'm saying? So. It's all growing in unity and a lot of people out there, I feel like, you know, um, there's everything alone. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then again, it kind of drives you into that hole. I mean, so many businesses fail if we're talking about like entrepreneurship or just goals in general. So many people, you know, have a lack of confidence, don't see themselves following through on certain things because they go at it alone and they're like, I don't need help or whether it's their ego or whatever, drop that stuff immediately. And understand like, you know what, I can be vulnerable. I can show myself to the world. I can expose, you know, my, 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 uh, the th- yeah, you know, the things you need to improve. I can spo- expose that to myself, face it and, you know, go from there. Calling on help is, is a very real thing, right? And that goes into like therapy and what we said earlier, right? And it's completely okay. Like exactly. it's all right. It you know, if you're going through like some adversities in your life and, you know, it's getting overwhelming just look, look around. Like there's, there are people out there that care. There's, you know, the internet can be used for a lot of things besides just TikTok, guys, Instagram. <laughs> Let, let's start, uh, you know, let's start like calling for help and making teams, mm-hmm. you know, because like he said, you are the five people that you hang out with. And I think it's also like, I like really the five courageous. people I hang out with. Yeah. I think it's also like really courageous for like people to like ask for help because yeah, right now, definitely. I, I mean, not not speaking for everyone, but like for males, like I know there used to be males who like don't ask for directions. You go on, you go on the market, man. Where's the batteries at? Yeah. I'm not gonna ask any. I'm gonna find it myself. Hey, That's work. the first thing I do. Where's the batteries? Yeah, at, exactly. Dude? Work smarter, not harder. When you can, when there's something that somebody else can do for you, like why would I go out there learn how to make a logo when it's gonna take me like a, and, and, it, and it not even coming out the way I wanted to? When I can. Yeah. Built connections in call at Built Connections in college. Shout out to Gabe. <laughs> uh, shout out to Gabe. Like he made it. He made our logo and stuff like that. Your friend makes beats. Like bro. Yeah. Like like Mateo. there are people out there that are going to help you. So seek help. It's not how. It's who. It's who exactly. It exactly. Yeah. You know, to all these questions, right? It's it's not how you do this yourself. It's who you can look to. Mm-hmm. You know, for accountability to you know teach you these things, these practices, whatever it is. Um, it's a huge thing. Right, you know. right. Do you do you have any more questions, Yuli? I have one last question. Uh, maybe we have time for one more question. What's up? Okay, so we're wrapping this up more or less. But yeah. So what are what are some challenges or or things you want the viewers to do starting today mm-hmm. to have them become better version of themselves or have mm-hmm. better mental health? And- yeah, I think um, one challenge that I can give to you guys is to think of five things you can celebrate yourself for. Right. Back to gratitude. Exactly, well, just acknowledgement of your greater self, right? Because once we're able to identify those things, you know, what I can celebrate myself for, right? That cookie jar we create in the back of my mind, what can I lean on? There's David Goggins, he calls it the cookie jar. The goat. Yeah, so when he goes through tough times, 
he relies on that cookie jar of excellence of achievements. If I did this, I can do that, mm -hmm. right? So if we can stack those things, you know, recognizing our greatest self, our greatness right now, um, that will allow you to go out and create greater things for yourself. And you, again, level up every single day, every week, every year. Sure. So when you start with those five things and recognize, you know, what can I celebrate myself for? You gain an appreciation for yourself. And, it's, you know, simply put, that's, that's about it, right? Exactly. Because it all starts inside, you know. Did you have anything else to add? You know, in conclusion, guys, just start small. Believe in yourself. Form a team. And promise you, man, good things will come to you. My my biggest takeaway of this one was... And don't that, watch porn. <laughs> and, and don't watch porn. <laughs> was... Um, being able to like sit down and be thankful for what what you have. I'm not, I'm not good at that yet. I mean, like no, after like, the podcast, will we'll, yeah. Well, what's one thing that you're grateful for right now? Um, people that I could build a team around and help me build a dream I want to become exactly become yeah. doing and like I mean, Julian's here to help us give his voice on this, I'm grateful on this for platform, that. right? Yeah, yeah. Have Shout us out Julian, here. baby. Um. Yuli's able to, you know, be my right hand man. I'm his right hand man. We could be co 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 do this together. We're CEOs. CEOs. Oh, Nothing so. but CEOs right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically that concludes our podcast. Julian, do you want to give a shout out to your uh, Instagram or anything like that? Um, yeah, sure. You can find me at Julian M Fit Two Three on Instagram. Uh, the the brand you can check you it see out. The fucking tease. The the tease. You see the tease. The cut off. Stop playing with us. Exactly. That's at nxtlvl.co. So and that's it. Well, thank you, Julian. Love we'll that. we'll see you at the top. Awesome, man. Awesome. <laughs>